This podcast presented by Jacob's Hunt Tootkin Chicken Farm. Buy chicken from us. It's the best chicken in the East Coast. Disclaimer. Do not eat there. What's good? It's Jacob here. This podcast right here is going to be talking about bodily kinesthetic. What is bodily kinesthetic, Jacob? Well, bodily kinesthetic is a learning style or intelligence refers to a person's ability to process information physically through hand and body movement, control, and expression. Wow! Go tell your parents. But there are advantages and disadvantages to bodily kinesthetic. The advantages of being bodily kinesthetic are people help create a connection between language and its concepts, including like little kids, big kids, grown men, old men that's 75 years old, everyone, old women, old women, yeah, everyone. An example would be improvising creative moments, materials to show different concepts such as big and small. Did you know bodily kinesthetic people also have an increased comprehension, multicultural education, and support the development of cognitive skills, and also develop social skills? Our emotional intelligence is rooted in kinesthetic awareness. I'm sure you didn't know that. Our body can tell us about our feelings. It helps us to become aware and act accordingly. Therefore, the development of the kinesthetic intelligence is very important that contributes to our happy, lovey-dovey life. Fun fact! Did you know Michael Jordan and I am and Babe Ruth and I am are famous people who have high bodily kinesthetic intelligence? Also, Michael Jordan and Babe Ruth are both the greatest athletes that ever walked the earth. Did you know that? Bodily kinesthetic is a one of the eight types of learning styles defined in Howard Gardner's theory of multiple intelligence. Bodily kinesthetic learning style or intelligence refers to a person's ability to process information through hand and body movement, and all the definition I said earlier. People with bodily kinesthetic learning style learn best when they're permanent to use their tactical senses and fine and gross motor movement as part of the learning process. Basically, if they need to comprehend something, they need to use their hands or something to that their body parts can touch, like your hands and feet or something like that, to help them comprehend and learn what they're talking about. Especially like math. Say like, for example, two plus two equals four, right? They're going to put one, two fingers, and they probably put the plus sign, and then another one, two, and probably put like a fake equal sign, and they probably put the four right there, and be like, two plus two equals four. Yay! Okay. Also, an act of writing can help them retain the information 
that they're writing about. So, writing can help them. But there are negative effects. Because, especially when you're in middle school, Bali can state people probably don't really thrive as much because they don't have a lot of tactile environments like it is in like in our school, John Henson Montessori. Like we in Montessori way we use all these extra stuff and like basically a place for bodily kinesthetic people. But in middle school it's not really like that. Cause it's a whole different story. You gotta sit down in the desk, listen to the teacher, get the work, get the homework, complain that you don't want to do it. They have to do it because your parents going to force you and they turn it in and then the cycle return. It's so, so different. I personally think that I'm bodily kinesthetic. I know a few people who are bodily kinesthetic, like someone in our class. Cough, cough, Jamin. That's what he told me. So I'm going with that in my podcast. So also, kinesthetic learners do less well when tasks are focused only on reading and listening to a lecture without being able to manipulate an object or move. See, basically what I'm saying. What I said last time. Kinesthetic learners don't work well when they have to listen and, like, read most of the time. But in such cases, because most bodily kinesthetic people are athletes and stuff like that, the teacher might offer a sports-related example so the students can at least connect to the material, to the physical actions. That might work, but that might not work. So, it's a 50-50. But career choices that bodily can state people usually have are physical therapist, recreational worker, dancer, actor, farmer, mechanic, carpenter, craftsperson, physical education teacher, forest ranger, factory worker, Jewelry, athlete, mime, artist, pain surgeon, and plenty of more that I don't want to list. But also, kinesthetic people mostly like to construct things, acting out subjects, role-playing, games, demonstrations, and experiments, and lab work, and all that stuff. They mostly, like, mostly, like, uh, mostly. Like physical games, exercise, dance, drama, and all that sports and stuff like that. See, me, I personally believe that I'm bodily kinesthetic, but then I could not be. I don't know, but from these stuff that I've been searching up, most likely I am. Also, I think that was about to say. <laughs>